if I like something or like a movie or something, like I want to like, oh, I love this thing, I love that thing, and I want to capture just to show my emotions. I thought that guy, okay, that's how it started. You're listening to Art Heroes Podcast, the show to help you thrive as a digital artist. Tune in to learn how to transform your passion into a career. Get inspired by other kick-ass 2D and 3D artists and find out what it takes to be an art hero. Hello, everyone. This is Maria JD, your host at Art Heroes Podcast. And this is holiday edition of the podcast, which means we prepared a lot of surprises for you guys. So make sure you listen until the end because we'll also announce the results and the winner of our giveaway. And today we're having Vimal Kerketa, who's really well known for his work in statue and figure community, for producing high-level likeness sculpts, and who works today for Double Negative Studio in London. Let's dive into it. Vimal, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm actually pretty pumped about having you here because, you know, I've, uh, I've been following you for a long time. I'm sure like many people, it's great to have you here. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me. And it's like 10 p.m. here, but yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Yeah, we're going to keep it short and sweet. For everybody who's uh, listening at the moment, we're having Vimal Kerketa at the moment. And Vimal is like from uh, London, right? Is that yeah. where you're at? Okay. I can, like, since I'm going to repeat again, I've been following you for a long time. I can go, like, for ages introducing you <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like, explaining your career. But I'm going to just uh, summarize it that... Uh, uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, you are in uh, uh, Double Negative in London. Yeah. And uh, yeah, still doing amazing stuff for uh, big titles and movies and uh, uh, focusing mainly on facial modeling. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, modeling, uh, because we do like all sorts of work, mostly modeling. But sometimes we just like switch between, we have to like switch between departments, sometimes concepting, sometimes like doing facial modeling, and sometimes just like, just modeling. Yes. <laughs> no, cool. All right. But you know, like I'm, I, I just really wanted to kick off this, uh, this chat with uh, asking you how, you know, how did you get started? Because from my perspective, you've been mm -hmm. doing likeness for ages. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know when this whole thing started. Looks like you were born with uh, the ability to make likeness of people in 3D. I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah, I think I was like really obsessed with the faces when I was a kid because I used to like draw a lot just for, you know, just faces and those kind of things like likenesses. But what happens later on, like, uh, I honestly, I got like, I used to draw a lot, like every day, just faces, faces, faces. And then uh, when I did my high school, I was like, what to do now? And I didn't even know that I can make actually make a career in this field. Okay. And I just did like computer science honors and I was like, oh, I spent like three years in that. And in each class, I was at the backseat, just drawing, you know, <laughs> on my bags, like portraits of different people. And after three years spending, I was like, this is not for me. And that's why I like quit uh, that thing and just joined a small institute. And I started doing like, you know, modeling in 3D. Right. And I did it, like, Okay, so so for you it was like it started all like with actual drawing, but you didn't yeah. you didn't do like art school or anything. No, I didn't do that. But okay, your interest in faces, and that's how it turned into like faces in paper first, and then I started doing caricatures. Like, oh, yes. 
Right. Photoshop, and then when I turned to ZBrush, it was like game changing. Yeah, well, I hear this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. But so, like, did you draw like celebrities or like your mom and dad? Who were your first targets? It was usually the celebrities because I was like, it was more like I wanted to, you know, if I like something, I would like a movie or something, like I want to, like, oh, I love this thing, I love that thing, and I want to capture. Just to show my emotions, I thought that guy, okay, that's how it started. But usually I do sketch for people also. Do you still draw something? Sometimes, but usually I sculpt more now. Yeah, of course. But since now there is ZBrush, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. Well, okay. So sometimes you still draw? Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, and now what's the type of projects that you do for yourself? Like, I think that's also pretty interesting to like explore that a little bit. Yeah, I think I keep some projects like a long-term project, which is like I can, you know, do work on something. And I sometimes I just keep like short ones. So I like switching between the projects. I don't like to spend more time in one project because for I have a day job. So I spend whole day in uh, GNAC. And after that, you don't get most time to work on anything else. So that's why yeah. I like to switch between them and see everything with a fresh perspective, you know, next day. Yeah. Keep, yeah. That's the main so, thing. But what is the short project and like long project for you? To me, your speed is pretty impressive. You know, I open your Instagram, like day one, there is a Wolverine. Day two, <laughs> there is like, you know, a Spider-Man, yeah. like, well, the, 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 the other way around, reverse the order. Project, if I say after work, is going to be like two days. Just like, you know, after one day and then blocking at one thing and the next day refining that. So it's going to be like, I would say eight hours or something. Right. Yeah, like eight hours of sculpting. Yeah. Like proper, like from rendering to like base, everything. And sometimes I just like uh, do speed sculpt for one hour while I'm making just to capture the essence of the character and just to not caring about any detail. Okay. Get the feel of the character. Okay. But so like, what is a finished character for you then? For in terms, yeah, it depends. In terms of like uh, if you're making a like high poly asset or a likeness, yeah, for likeness, it could take like a month, it could take a week, and it could take a, a day. So, I've finished in the past, I've finished some projects in a day just to want to see much how much speed I can know how fast I can be. So, I was doing like one day projects from, from start to finish, sometimes I was doing like seven days. So totally depends upon how much understanding you have for the face that you are doing. Sometimes I feel like when I'm doing something, I feel like, oh, I think I can capture this guy or maybe girl in one day. So I keep that guy as like one day project. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more like if I see something, uh, for me, if this face is very simple, that's the very hardest thing, you know. Right. Like female or like me, female. So what kind of research then do you do? Like, I think it's really interesting when you said now, like about understanding the phase mm -hmm. looks like makes a big difference in between like in the, the whole, like, let's say pipeline, right? Uh, yeah. Of like likeness creation. So what kind of research do you, do you put in? Like, uh, you mean uh, what kind of resources? Or... Yeah, no research. So like, how do you make sure that you actually understand the phase? Okay. So for me, I, when I start something, even if I'm a sphere or even from a base mesh, what I do is uh, I don't, you know, trace it. Like some, but, but like what I've seen is people like, you know, tracing 
putting the image at the back and then matching. For me, it's more like I just try to capture what I see as much as I can. And then like if I'm happy with the, all the forms, I've you know tried to capture the essence and then try to like you know match it as a, like as overlaying and try to match it and it's like an answer for me. So hmm. I try to do the mistake and then check it. Instead of checking it, I'm not doing any mistake, right? Wow. This is pretty analog. That's kind of a, you know, the, the, the opposite of the technology is just like still doing things by eye. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you saying that you don't believe in like tracing shortcut or like in any no, other I, shortcuts? I, what I mean is uh, I do that, but okay. like uh, it's like an answer, you know? Yeah. So I want to train my eyes first Yeah. and then trace and then see how close I am to that particular image. If I'm not, I am okay. I know where the mistake is. But if I go uh, matching it first, then I know exactly. I'm just trying to be more, you know, technical in terms of that. I'm not following the forms. So that's. I think I'm, I might be wrong, but that works for me. You know. Yeah, yeah, I love that. No, like I absolutely love that. I think it sounds like a personal quest every time yeah, you like yeah. jump in the new likeness. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well, then it's not boring, of course. <laughs> um, and the other thing that, um, that I really wanted to touch on is the, your I'm coming back to your career, because I think it's like pretty impressive. So from what I know for the past two years, you've been in double negative. Yeah. And before that you've been freelancing and doing like other things and working with uh, other like clients yeah. and studios. Um, but I mean, still pretty much in the same terrain. How does it compare from your perspective working for, you know, one of the uh, best studios out there versus mm -hmm. being more or less independent? Yeah. So how do you see this whole thing? Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of perfect, like personal preference because working in a big studio, you're working with really talented people, like the group of colleagues I have, like working and they're like really, really talented. So we learn with each other. So it has its own work. And when you're working as a freelancer, it has its own work because you're like working on some stuff that you actually like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even in the studio, you, have, you get to work on stuff you don't like. So everything has their own works. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, the same. And with, if you have, like, I'm talking about freelancer. Like if I was a freelancer, I was traveling a lot. I had my laptop, I was traveling, I was going to Thailand, working from there. And you know, working can work from beach, so you have like so much uh, flexibility. But as compared to working in a studio, it's different. You don't have that, you know. Yeah. So, what would you recommend? Like, there are so many artists out there who are just beginning and uh, you know still studying or still have just like the first gigs. And I think there are pretty different paths. So if you want to be successful freelancer versus when you want to work for a successful for like sorry not successful for like big studio, there are just different steps that you need to to take. What would you say would be like the the best in your opinion now? Like now that you have both experiences, mm -hmm. I think it totally depends upon the like you know upon an artist. But okay. they want to, like if they want to be work for a big game or big movie, they want to be a part of something bigger rather than as a contractor so it's going to be totally up to them but in order to like you know get in any first you know you have to be the you have to be good first of all like you have to be you have to make sure what you want to be in life you know you want to be a like texturing artist character artist 
animator, rigger. So you have to like focus on that that particular area. And then once you are in, then you can do whatever you want. But I think even with that, like you need to have some studio studio experience because I think it's gonna help you know how things work, how pipeline works. So. And what was your first studio experience? Okay, it was like it was nine years ago. Okay. So I was hired as a as a game artist at that time. So I didn't know anything. I just know ZBrush, and then I I knew just like a bit Maya, and I think it was really good. It was good. It was an outsourcing studio. Okay. I get to learn everything, all the pipeline, everything. Where was that? It was in India. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That uh, brings me to the next question that I was really that I was really wanted to ask. Where where else did you work except like India and now the UK? Where like did you no. get to like work in any other countries? No, I think this is my first uh, VFX studio. Okay. Before that, that one was in India. I worked there for like uh, four years, and just after that, I quit the job and went to like proper freelancing for like three years. And then after that, like I was having drinks with my friends, and uh, I got a call from Dean. I go, oh, you want to join? Oh, no. <laughs> Interesting. Like I want to see how it, how working in studio in London looks like. So I just uh, after one month, I was in here. So of course, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's I'm pretty coming. Good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Great job on that. I'm sure. Like I'm sure it felt amazing. Yeah. Um, so why do you think it's you and not anybody else? Because they're just in general in the whole like in this whole world the, the competition is so intense and i'm sure you feel it more than probably many others being born in india and now like working in uh, in a top studio mm -hmm. so like what do you think made this for you i think important thing for me because when i started my career i was like i was stupid you know i mean i didn't have any aim i was like uh i was really enjoying zbrush and I'll keep doing it. There was no aim that oh, I'm gonna go this big studio, I'm gonna go there. And there was no aim. And because I loved it so much, I was doing like whole day, trying to like, you know, this thing, posting my work online. And that's that's how I got my first job offer. Like uh, it, it was in different state. I was like, oh, that's good. Somebody's really paying me to those kind of work, you know, something that that's thing. And I went there, so I learned a lot, like how industry works and everything. And that's how I was like, okay, this is going in the right path. And that's how I was, because I didn't know that you can actually make a career out of making faces. And I didn't even know at that time that face was like really important. I just wanted to do that because I loved it. And autumn is like, you know, and everything started taking shape. And now I'm just here. Wow. Yeah. So, like, uh, are you saying that the your first job came out of something that you posted online? Yeah. Do you I know what to, was that? It was more like a, my, my shitty blog. <laughs> <laughs> I was posting like my, my caricatures, like my 2D stuff, and some of my 3D sculpt. And then there was a new company called Little Zombies. It was in a different, it was an outsourcing studio. And they saw my work and they were like, oh, that's, his work is good. And I think he has, the guy has potential. And I was a new newbie at that time. So I learned a lot in the studio and uh, later I took my own path. 
Yeah, no, of course. So, uh, but like, you know, now I wouldn't say that your any of your blogs or like, you know, social media channels are shitty because, uh, um, yeah, at least 35,000 people are also not thinking the same. <laughs> 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 and that's only on Instagram and probably I don't know how many on like other platforms um, I just have like the Instagram open do you put a lot of time in like growing your social presence or does it just come to you like naturally or like what is it like for you I think it's just it's just more like uh, I like doing more art and I just post like you know stupid things about my friends about this thing but for me important thing is to be consistent when you're working, you know? And I keep like professional thing, like when I work in a studio, this thing is different for me. Uh, actually, I haven't post anything related to my studio work in my Instagram. Everything that you see there is all my personal work. So I rely more on my personal work, trying to develop myself, trying to, you know, make more art. That's how I just like do things what I love. Love that. So how frequently do you tend to finish or post your art? Because consistency means some regularity. Yeah, yeah. I think it totally depends upon how much free I am because I mm. do freelance work also after work. And then I, sometimes I feel like, okay, no, I just want to like focus on my work. And I do it. I spend like two, three hours and then post on my personal or whatever I'm doing right now. So that's, uh, and you can see all my progress work, what yeah. I do at night, and that's posted. I don't care about if people like it or not. Uh, well, people seem to like it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what else like do you get from social media because still some dedication to keep yes. this whole thing up or mm -hmm. is it just in case like a backup plan in case you need it once or like what is it i, I, I think it's just a matter of, i just do my stuff that's the thing so like stuff like this i you know. oh yes show <laughs> oh yeah yeah to show this one so that's stuff like this like uh, i just uh, do you know giveaways and this kind of things because I'm going to put that on giveaway. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put like for the followers. So it's a good thing because you're making an audience bigger. And that brings you more, more work, you know, in the industry. And actually got so much work from Instagram also, like Facebook or like our station, like a sub work. But it's more like I don't get much time to do all the things. And I don't want to do just be busy with everything and, you know, don't do my personal work or other things, give time to other things because I do a lot of things. And what are the other things that you do? <laughs> something travel, something my magic and my, if you sh magic is my other hobby right now. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about magic. Like uh, it's been like too much 3D lately. <laughs> what is magic to you? What is, what is it like? Magic is a lot of things. It's more like uh, you're putting your thoughts and it's more about distracting people. Okay. Distract people, do your magic. It's all about the mind games. And actually, it will help to dealing with things also. It's not just, I, previously I was thinking, magic is just like showing card tricks, but it's, uh, it's a lot bigger than that. It's, wow. like a, it's like a whole feat. There are different principles, there are different things, there are different slides. When you touch somebody, the mind goes here. And then you do uh, doing something else, right? So it's more of a distraction, most of a mix of everything. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds more of like psychology than, yeah. yeah, than anything else. It's more like how do you, how you put your words, you know, it's called like magician choice and those kind of things. So 
it's more of how to influence people, how to say something, how to touch so that they will exactly do what you want them to do. So I'm, I'm just learning right now, but it's, it's very interesting. Geez, that's fascinating. <laughs> is there a link in between magic and 3D or they're just like two separate worlds for you and like one is like, you know, hobby? Separate world, but I'm trying to link it together. <laughs> 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 you know what i think i've got an idea i've got a head here uh that the one that you made yeah, so yeah, the easiest way yeah the easiest way to link it with magic is to make it disappear <laughs> bring it here oh my god <laughs> <laughs> there was some pretty cool magic happening right here right yeah, now yeah. we just transferred one 3d printed head to yeah. oh my god that was insane that's pretty cool though huh <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's go back to the business. I think there was a pretty cool trick that yeah. got me completely <laughs> off the track. <laughs> okay. I know that you don't only sculpt other people, you also sculpt yourself. I was really like fascinated to see that uh, you're really into like, um, I'm not sure if it is still now, but health and well-being. Do you still dedicate time to that? Like feeling well in your body? What is it? To like, do you still dedicate time to like, I don't know, like gym and well-being and all of this? Yes, and honestly, I'm trying my level best right now because I'm trying, like, I'll actually go in, in lunch just to have some time. And then, because it's really hard for me to like, you know, do freelance and sometimes studio work, personal work, hang out with friends. And so I need to find some time just to... Sweeping, but I'm like, I'm trying my level best right now. No, because I remember again coming back to your Instagram, seeing like one picture, the typical like before and after type of thing, yeah. and I was like, What seriously? <laughs> can't be the same, it can't be the same Vimal. Yeah, that was when I was like freelancing. So right now, I'm freelancing plus having doing a job. So it's you know. So how do you see the whole thing, you know, like of, uh, um, you know, well-being for an artist? Because there's a, like a lot of hours that uh, you sit in front of the laptop and uh, the it's everything is taxing for the back, for the yeah. body, for the eyes. And pretty much your life and career depends on <coughs> your sight, your hands mm -hmm. and many things. So what do you personally do and what do you recommend kind of doing to stay well? I think I'm the worst example right now. <laughs> but I think, Fine. Yeah, but the thing is, it's, it's really important to take care of yourself. And right now I'm trying to do that, but because uh, I need to like, cut down some stuff. And because of deadlines and other things, it becomes so much. But after some time, I'm going to do that. Like, for sure, I'm going to cut off and make a proper, you know... Uh, would you like have like a special diet or would you, would you just, I don't know, do any like uh, back exercises or bother about it at all? Or no, is, do you think it like it's, you know, it's not really the thing. No, it is what you like, what, what you feel to your body, it will turn it, you know, like that. Yeah. So food is really important. Like I was, when I was doing that, you know, I was calculating the calories, how much I have to eat, you know, making breakfast, making uh, dinner and exactly eating what I want. And that's how the transformation happened at that time. So I'm going to do the same thing. And actually I started doing that also. So this will be helpful. 
Do you think it somehow like does it does what you eat influence what you like you're you're kind of a produce in the end or that's just about how you feel? I think it's both. Okay. It does it does actually help like when I was doing that and after doing you know workout you feel like really refreshed your mind have so much energy like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna start working now so, <laughs> more energy. so it's actually it's good. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. Well, I mean, it's good to know that it's not only it's not only physical, but it's also kind of you know yeah. emotional. Yeah. Basically, now you're very in a, in a sweet spot. How do you see your and just in general artistic progression for the future? I mean, mm-hmm. because many artists I know really don't want to go into like managerial positions or anything like this because it's like very different. How do you see it for yourself? Like, do you actually want to stay an artist? Do you think it's a different like skill set from the manager or yeah? What do you think about it's, that? It's a dip, yeah, it's a good question actually. So it's actually honestly depends upon again for an artist. For me, I don't want to be you know in going to managerial position because it's more like it's more about meetings and other things. I might go maybe in future, like if um if I really think I'm really became like at some point of time like I'm really good in this. But I like to do things than, you know, managing managing stuff. But maybe. Okay. In future my mind might change. I was like, okay now I want to like, you know, spread my knowledge to other people and just guide them. Okay. But do you like now spread your knowledge? Do you teach anywhere? And not I not really actually. I don't have any online courses right now. Okay. Same 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 with same thing, like because I don't have much time to make because uh, if I want to make something, you know, make a tutorial or something or give a online take on my classes, I want to dedicate like my proper time to the students. I just wanna don't don't wanna be, you know, put them in the backseat. And just don't care about them. I want to have like proper class and teach what I know. No, I sure. I like. I, I absolutely love that the commitment actually to yeah. to one thing. Like talking, like you know, about the whole thing about like spreading the knowledge. Um, so from what I understand, you're pretty much self-taught mm-hmm. because you do that absolutely different thing like at school. Yeah. How do you learn now? Get like new skills like as of today, because you've got such a short time, do you just like, experiment or do you still like do classes? Yeah, I take, uh, like recently I took Chris, Chris Costa's class. Oh yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really good to, you know, once in a while just take classes. I do sometimes traditional also. So like in April, I guess uh, I had, a, I took a class with Eris, Eris Color Contest. And I was doing like traditional sculpting just to, you know, just to see how it feels, you know, with hands doing those kind of stuff. And, I try to learn with other people, other artists, which I really admire. And Mm -hmm. it really pushes me because they have their own, they have their own knowledge. They have their own skill set. They have learned in like 20 years or like whatever. And to learn from them, you are, is speed of the process, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Take classes from others and then uh, do my stuff. Cool. I'm sure that like loads of your followers ask you, Vimal, like, give me a tip. Um, I'm learning what's the best way to go about, I don't know, uh, learning like character creation in ZBrush. What do I do if I want to be like you? Oh, it's more about, okay. The first example, like, uh, is, I mean, advice I would give you is, uh, it needs to be, they don't follow, don't focus on any detail. That's the first advice. Like details is nothing. 
you need to see the bigger picture how things work what you know how the shape works the shape forms the silhouette and those kind of things that's the most important thing students to learn before they you know started doing using uh, texting xyz or any other stuff or making posts or something you need to have know the how the forms work how forms uh, you know collide with each other how the principle works how the gravity works how the weight works how the skin fold works those are the things they need to learn first rather than going deep in the detailing okay yeah and and then and only then start adding the details yeah yeah because okay. when i see someone from far away we don't see like oh i see your skin pores you know <laughs> you don't see like oh that's a guy you see the forms yeah, yeah yeah that's true that's that's a that's a really good point that's that's exactly what you see yes yeah very nice porosity on like you know lower chin yeah <laughs> yeah all right and so okay so what do you think it will be like the easiest way to learn forms like is like is starting with uh traditional art the best way jumping straight into 3d is a is a shorter uh like a faster solution well, i think for me if you want to learn like you want to learn forms well i think 3d is a faster way to learn you know anatomy and other, other things because if you're doing traditional you have to focus more on the on the base creating a base is is more about it's more time consuming It'll make but you learn a lot but it's more time consuming you can make more sculpts in zbrush and learn a lot in terms of like volume and other things as compared to 3d uh, in traditional i never did traditional before but i did a lot of sculpt in zbrush and when i turn it to like you know doing 3d it was very helpful for me because i know the forms and uh, it was just for me it was replicating how it, how to do things how to do the techniques how to learn i mean that's the thing i learned doing a uh, traditional but it's if you're doing both that's the best thing it's like best of both worlds mm -hmm. i would like to do both because it feels so good to do something with clay and uh, and it it restricts yourself you know, it's restricting yourself to look you know not going in detail you have to do proper you know silhouette manage everything you have to think even if you have to put a small pose or something or like you have to think a lot just putting even a small talk so it's more about freeing your mind if you're doing stuff in traditional learning new things learning anatomy zbrush mm -hmm. okay yeah. so anatomy would be just very like um kind of a 3d modeling specific then mm -hmm. yeah so not expanding to like all the anatomy that you can learn just like focus on one thing that you are planning to do is that would that be the best the better way I think is if it depends if you want to be a character artist or like like modeler you need to you need to learn both like mm -hmm. if you are really good anatomy is really good because mostly in movies you're working you you deal with so many characters with uh, you know because I've seen some stuff that doesn't have any good anatomy in each of movies so you will see oh it's not working well so you need to have that anatomy anatomy is the basic knowledge that need to have like proper ones. But you mm -hmm. didn't need to learn other things also. Okay. Interesting. And what's your take on, let's say, education in 3D? If you were to uh, start now, so if you were to talk to yourself, yeah. that is starting like the whole 
journey would you say like oh Vimal go watch more YouTube or like Vimal go and do this art school focusing on like digital art or like uh, Vimal go and take like 20 more classes with Chris Costa what would you say I will take the classes all right I will take the classes I was thinking about you know just going uh, to LA or like learning from like you know traditional sculptors or like who is really good in this or maybe like go take some time off from work and just focus on studies like for a couple of months and this was I was thinking you know in our near future just to like learn more and uh, not focus not focusing more on technical aspect just more artistic things yeah but like classes you mean like university like proper thing yeah, yeah proper like proper wow this thing wow okay so you wouldn't say you wouldn't consider that like too long of a process I think it's not, not I would not call it university. It's more like learning from like take, going for a workshop for like a okay. month, I think a week, somebody. And if I am some, if I'm making something, I was to try to like focus more and then make it like better. This needs to realize what's um, not good at it. Mm-hmm. I want to take classes on that. Like for example, I mostly my sculpt you see is uh, it's for printing and other things. But if I want to learn like rendering, that's why I took a class from Chris, which is really good in rendering. So I have all my videos, but I don't not making much time just to, you know, for that. But in the near future, I'm going to render all my stuff in uh, realistically. I love that. Then what's your take on learning from YouTube? Like, or do you think the whole education will be ever available, like at a high level uh, for free and is it going to be like reliable? I think nowadays everything is on YouTube, like everything. Whatever you learn, just Google it, you'll find everything. And it's, it's more about knowledge. If you are learning from YouTube, it's fine. And uh, learning with people, other people is also, it's not compulsory. Okay. Because for me, I didn't learn properly, you know, this kind of art school I didn't go. But I learned everything from online, all my resources, going here and then YouTube. So you can learn anything online right now. And maybe after some time it's gonna be it's gonna be get worse. So even everything will be online, I don't know. Yeah, but why would you still like, you know, choose like go into a workshop if everything is available? It's more like uh learning from somebody, you know, like if I'm learning from online and learning from uh from like face to face, it's a bit different. Okay. Like face to face working with an artist, like he has you can give me feedback personally. Okay. So you mean feedback, even when it's online, it's still like learning from a person for the sake of getting this feedback. Yeah. Okay. No, I get you now. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's Mm going to be like getting a feedback after a week or something, or maybe like taking a workshop, working with them face to face and just, uh, it's kind of maybe different. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. Well, cool. That's pretty much what I really wanted to cover today and just a little bit more. I mean, the whole magic thing. Vimal, like before you go, I just have uh, 10 really quick questions that you can, it's like our traditional uh, questionnaire and you can reply in one sentence or in one word, whatever you feel like. All right? Just going to run you through them. So uh, what's your favorite place in the world? Oh, okay, okay, uh, Switzerland. <laughs> I didn't go uh, there. It was you like, didn't go there. No, no. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's still want, your favorite place in the world. I want to go there because it's so beautiful. I want to okay. Go there. 
uh, while you're working, what are you listening to? Actually, I don't. I just do sometimes podcasts or uh, just uh, Netflix and just watch and work. Okay. Uh, what's your best way to gain inspiration? Just to like surround yourself with you know all the all the artists you admire and their work. Like for me, I have like uh, stuff from even excuse me, I have like stuff from uh, this one from Eris Color Contest. I love that. Yeah, I have stuff from different artists, you know, I have stuff from, uh, that's from, also from him. So I just surround myself with art from different artists, just to see them and like get inspired. Nice. Very like, yeah, that's really close artistic presence, like right on your desk. Um, all right, moving on. What's your big life goal? Life goal. Okay, it's, it's a tough question. I know, like yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah, it's a tough question. But the thing is, I might, after some time, have my own studio or something. Okay. Um, what's your favorite drink? A drink? Uh, rum and Coke. Oh, I'm with you on that. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, first thing that you do in the morning after you wake up? Tell my Alexa to shut up. <laughs> okay. It's in the morning, like it's, it's so annoying. If you didn't become a digital artist, who would you be? What's your backup career? I don't know. Honestly, there's no there's no backup thing. <laughs> there's, there's no, no plan B. There's no backup. That's the thing. I want to All right. Oh my God. This yeah. This is really strong. Okay. Uh, moving on. Um, what's your recent favorite book or movie? Something that you can recommend. I like watching. I mean, it's been a while. I haven't read any books. So. Okay, you can recommend I, I, a movie. I, I just like uh, learn, see books from like on my own stuff, like anatomy things and those kind of things. Other than that, I don't read any books. Okay, fine. Yeah. So recommend any movie. I guess like yeah, something that's not Avengers. <laughs> first thing movie that came. I mean, I'm just like going with like, my gut. The first movie that came in my mind it was uh, uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The Secret Life of? Walter Mitty. Okay. Oh, my God. I have to watch that. I haven't seen that. I don't know. But that's the movie when I watch it. I don't know why, but it's, it's so good for me. Like, okay. I, cool. I, I did that. I feel like I did that. All right. Then the next one is, who are your legends? Who do you admire and follow, like, as in, you know, artistically or, like, personally? For me right now is... Uh... Mostly traditional artists right now, like, and uh, if I say Simon Lee and uh, Chris, Chris Costa, and Steve Lord. Okay. Yeah, there are actually many more, but when I think of like choosing one of them, it feels a bit. Uh, no, I mean like yeah, several. That's fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to be upset. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, and the last one. So, what are the top things on your bucket list? Uh, top things. Okay. First thing is to travel a lot. It's more like traveling. I want to travel. Like go for, you know, traveling for a world tour or something. Okay. Yeah, that's my. Do you have like any specific like destinations in mind? For now, it's except Tokyo. except Switzerland. For now, it's Tokyo. Tokyo, man. 
you should come. Yeah. Are you going already? Like you should like, you know, no, I haven't, buy a ticket. No, no, no. I haven't been there, but that's my list. This Tokyo is there. Chernobyl. Okay. <laughs> it's so random. I have to talk with Chernobyl. No. Okay. No, like I love that. <laughs> it's more like I want to go places where it's, it's kind of different just from like, you know, yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's going to be you know pretty uh inspiring in so many senses yeah yeah just like different yeah we're done thanks so much again yeah appreciate you being here that late and thanks so much for performing the magical trick with me (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure. yeah yeah i feel i feel like a part of the of something bigger now you know (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks again for coming for sure thank you (laughs) Cheers. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And now let's jump right into our Christmas surprises. And I'll start with announcing the winner of our podcast giveaway. And it's our listener with the email that starts with JDSCHNick98. So if you're this person, you should have already received an email that was sent out just this morning. So just get back to us and get full access to Art Heroes Stylized Character Program absolutely for free. Thank you for being such a good fan. We love you and uh, we are looking forward to having you on the program. And then for the rest of you guys, there are actually two other things. Uh, we decided to give out a little Christmas surprise for everyone who's listening to the show. Basically, exclusively to Art Heroes podcast listeners, uh, we issued a 10% discount code for the Stylist Character Program that is valid only this year, so only this holiday season. So if you want to treat yourself to uh, the learning experience starting early next year, so the program starts on January 19th, you can use Art Heroes Christmas discount code, just like this, Art Heroes Christmas, all capitals, and you'll get your 10% off, which equals to almost $100 in savings. So isn't it amazing? And the other thing that we're preparing for all of you guys is a portfolio review that will be happening early next year. So the second week of January, we'll have two or three quite amazing artists reviewing all of the portfolios that come our way on the webinar. And again, this will be free for everyone and would love you to take advantage of this opportunity. So just make sure you follow us and uh, uh, we'll be posting the link to this event You will just need to send us your portfolio and get the feedback. That's it for today, guys. Have an amazing year ahead. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we'll see you just exactly in a week's time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Art Heroes Podcast. Check out www.artheroes.co for show notes, more interviews, and free tools made for you by our team of mentors. Tune in next week for more inspiration and keep up the great work, hero.